to another episode of Problem Busters. How are you going, Jonathan? I am very good, Ollie. Um, How is sunny London? Very, well, it's not that sunny, actually. It's really rainy, really, really rainy. Well, as you know, I'm in the Cotswolds today, and uh, and we've had a a hailstorm with hailstones the size of marbles. So, climate change much? Oof, you're telling me. So, tell us... What are we going to do today, my friend? So today we have Earl Wilson and Sophia Wilson, the authors of Left-Handed Champ. Um, so hello, hello, guys. Welcome. Hello, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Ollie and Jonathan. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. No worries. Thank you for joining us. So um, tell us a bit about yourselves, um, Earl. I know that you are the illustrator and Sophia, you are the writer. So um, give us a brief brief run through of your background. Ladies first. Okay. (laughs) Okay. um, So I uh, was born and and raised in the UK, brought up in, like to say, sunny Peckham. People will be laugh at that, whoever's familiar with Peckham in the south of London. It's not always that sunny. Um, it's quite a rough part of London, actually. And um, just, yeah, schooled in a very similar environment, being in um, Camberwell. I would say that my love for writing grew whilst I was in secondary education. Um, I had a handful of teachers who were very good with encouraging children to uh, grasp the English language and you know, be creative with writing. So I've got to thank my English teacher. Yeah, so um, she she encouraged me and I just ran with it, you know. So that's my, my little background um, into like, my first love for writing. Um, bit geeky, I've got a little fun fact. I loved writing so much that I did my GCSEs when I was about 14. And oh, that's wow. not wow. that's not normal, <laughs> um, especially in the UK. People normally do their GCSEs when they're around fifteen, mostly sixteen years old. That's Good for you, now. though. <laughs> yeah. But now, yeah. now I'm working in banking, um, fun stuff, all like just wholesale banking. But yeah, over to you, El. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, wow. I was brought up in sunny Peckham as well. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of sunshine today. <laughs> Given that we're brother and sister, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, art's always been my thing. Um, I've loved drawing since I was little. Um, initially, my mum, who was a seamstress, um, she used to draw these little like drawings of her mannequins with clothes on it, and I would listen would 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 see these pictures and think, ah, oh, they're amazing. I wanna draw just like you. So um that kind of drove me to be better and better at drawing as I was little, trying to um I don't know, make my mum proud. And um I got bitten by the, the bug and it just kept with me through life. Um so yeah, uh, that's that's what that's 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 pretty much me in a nutshell. Um, I just love art. Art is my thing. <laughs> it's oh, amazing man. hearing people talk about what got them started, isn't it, Jonathan? I find it yeah. so inspiring. I know it really is. It really is. Um, it's really interesting that a lot of the uh, loves for what they do start when you when you're really quite young. Yeah. Like Sophia yeah. said in school and then Earl when he was younger watching uh, watching his mum uh, do some of the, the modelling art for, um, for for the work she's doing with clothes, being a yeah. seamstress yeah. and clothes yeah. and stuff like that. So that's fantastic. And those sketches are really cool, right? If you're talking about the, the kind of things that are on patterns and, and stuff. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they came in different sort um, styles, and the classic sort of sketches, I think, were quite interesting. Yeah, mm. and a lot of dynamic poses as well. Oh, so yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely inspired me. Because, um, Vogue, Vogue inspired uh, yeah. my brother. <laughs> But, so um, I'd, I'd I'd see a lot I'd see a lot of um her patterns like little um, magazines around and they'd have these high fashion like um, drawings of these models on the covers yeah, and yeah. Um, so yeah all this all this just inspired me so where's I, I suppose my friends at school at, prim- at, at primary or nursery would um would be drawing more stick men. Oh, yeah. I'd be drawing people with clothes and <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep it interested. I never really moved past the stick man stage myself. <laughs> but I'm glad others have. <laughs> so um, at what point did both of your sort of loves collide to sort of create what you have now, which is, which is this, this, this wonderful book? called the left-handed champ so what was the problem you guys saw and 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 what did you what what do you believe needed to be addressed by um having this theme with with a left-handed um champ as 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 the main as the main hero yeah so um just from my perspective i like fast forward from being an enthusiastic in writing from an early age um becoming a parent for a left-handed child and just seeing and um, that, yeah, he felt his difference in school, um, mainly because and there's very few. I think he told me there was one or two, one other person who was left-handed in his school. Um, so he, he, I noticed many of the challenges, and also wanting him to feel amazing. Yes, he felt different, and yes, he was going through um, the hurdles of trying to maneuver around um things that probably come simple to me that was just like cutting things in arts and craft he got quite frustrated um especially if he didn't have the right tools at school and stuff so I didn't want him to feel discouraged I want him to obviously feel confident in in himself and I would create bedtime stories I would just just think of them on the spot and I would incorporate and characters that he could relate to. So, A, um, characters of his colour, being a black boy, and just describing them to him and just making him feel like, oh my gosh, there's a boy in a, a, a story like myself, and also incorporate underlying messages. So, you know, the left-handed champ was obviously about him, and <laughs> I wanted him to see that you can conquer challenges and you are just as amazing as everyone else. Everyone's amazing. So um, he he took the message on board and um, my story seemed to have worked like magic. And mm-hmm. I just used that. Uh, I, I told him many stories. Just to, um, Some people might think, oh my gosh, you're, you're quite uh, sneaky doing all these little um, like, stories with underlying messages. <laughs> to just get him to, um, you know, have a different, pers- a positive perspective on things and, and learn things as he went along through his milestones. Um, so I would you know, go along writing these stories after a while because I, I made too many mental notes and I just couldn't, I just thought it was best if I just wrote them down somehow. Then those um, notes developed into manuscript. So I would share them with my brother because I, I know he's a brilliant illustrator. Oh, I just yeah. thought, well... It just made sense to show him and ask him if he could work on them and see what he could do. And he, the first one I showed you was the left-handed champ. Yep. And yep. he, yeah. You, you. I know, I, 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 I loved it. I thought it was a brilliant idea. Um, and it's, it's about family. Wow. So the project was about family. So me and my sister uniting on this would, would would be amazing so I embraced it and mm. because I am um, I work with kids at, well, in my job um, I, well I work for Samsung um, 
and I run workshops for kids to do digital art. Yeah. Um, I I loved seeing the relationship between the me, the kids, and the parent because I always get the parent involved, mm. and um, I felt that this project could be like another extension of that in so many words, like something that I've created that I've handed off to the parent and then the parent imparts what's in what what I created with my sister to the child through reading and the child will learn and um, kind of fall in love with the, the, the idea of um, being special yeah. and, and not being different. Yeah. Or made to feel probably um, not like everyone else, I guess, in a negative way. Because what I find is um, some people don't realise it, they don't mean to, but they use expressions and connotations associated with, for example, um, being left is, is not a good thing, you know. So you might even just say by accident or just not me, being mean, but oh my goodness, something went left to oh, yeah. mean, you know, something went wrong. So words are very powerful. And I think um, just knowing that and seeing how my son was impacted by some of the um, behaviours of people not really understanding, oh, children, they really need to um, be you know, cared for a bit more in that sense with their feelings, you know, and, and make sure they have um, positive and inspiring words instead, you know, yeah. around them. So, I yeah. It's yeah. It's been a journey, um, and it's been lovely since we've published the book. We've noticed there are quite a few left-handed people out there, even though there's still there's <laughs> only definitely. apparently last year there's still twelve percent. Wow. Um, you, you might even you might world. even say there's a there's someone on the call who's a lefty. Yeah, I wonder know. who that would be. <laughs> yeah, he's on, he's on the podcast <laughs> right now. Somebody right now. Twelve <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so funny. Twelve percent, but hey, um, the other day we we um we did a sort of like a tour. We read the book to a. a, a children's group and um we met a mother with three children who were left-handed three left-handers in her family and that's that i've never heard of and the fourth one potentially the youngest little baby was (laughs) was potentially yeah she's looking like she's preferring to use her left hand ball yeah so yeah i was like wow wow we come across so many people um, who tell us stories about the experiences of being a left-handed person, um, particularly older people as well, because um, I think we, many years ago, especially in my mum's time, yeah. um, in the 50s and so on, they, they would frown upon using a left There's hand. There's a stigma attached. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my okay. grandmother in London, I guess, in a very similar sort of area to, to Peckham, maybe in Clapham, she um, she was, I guess, probably in the, the 20s and 30s in primary school. And yeah. she used to get the ruler for being left-handed. So they oh, would wow. slap her on the back of the hand with a ruler um, oh, no. because they said that being left-handed was, um, was wrong and it was the devil's work and that it needed to yeah. be switched. And so she learned to write with her right hand but it was harder and she was slower and and so when i was growing up in in new zealand a long time later right in the in the 80s she she was just so keen to for me to to do things with my left hand and if anybody was going to try and get me to hold a tennis racket with my right hand rather than my left my grandma would have been all over them because she'd seen what what happens when a group of people say you are wrong, you need to change to be like us. Um, is that kind of what you're observing? Um, yeah, yeah. It's with Callum, even, right? Callum's even, our, That's right. even our own mum was left-handed. Yeah, but she quickly learned to use her right hand, um, just a bit like with your grandmother's experience, Ollie. She was also told actually it's wrong to use your left hand um, predominantly. Um and with Callum, uh, I, I noticed that he, um, in class, I guess it, maybe it wasn't 
um, the teacher didn't deliberately, but she, they, they would um, overlook his needs a bit, maybe because the class was probably a big class as well, of like probably 24 to 30 children, um, just keeping abreast of the diversity in the class could be probably a bit much. Um, mm. But yeah, it's just, uh, he, he had told me stories, especially if it's just a few people who were left-handed in his class, they would easily be overlooked. Um, so, I, I, you know, being a mum, protective mum, <laughs> I just wanted yeah. to make sure, hey, you're confident, you're you're great. You know, you, there are things that you probably won't be able to do in life, but there are things that you will, and you, you can dwell on those things, you know. Um, mm. and yeah. I will say he's grown up to be a pretty confident kid now. You know, so I just want to make sure that these children are not overlooked. The, I call them the unsung kids. There are many more um, different types of children who are going through um, issues or, or challenges that they would like to conquer from a young age. And um, it's not being discussed. And it's our book, I find, is quite relevant today for a number of reasons. Um, firstly, you just can't really depreciate what's going on right now um, of uh, culture and diversity and inclusion. But, you know, just championing the, the, the black boy who um, is underrepresented in children's stories um, as they, the same, it was the same, or actually probably um, a lot worse is when my son didn't see books with a child that looked like him on the cover. So um, today it's been more relevant to see see that as well. Um, also championing, just in general, children who are going through challenges as well. Whether, um, I mean, we've spoken to quite a few parents recently. Yeah. Um, even the book has taken us down roads that we never thought we would go down. We just didn't think of it. And to think that our book is also touching um, children who with autism. Um, parents, wow. we've spoken to a few parents, yeah, a few parents um, who bought our books and, and said, this is exactly what our child needs. It's, you know, quite colourful. And we also have um, a follow-up book, which is the colouring book um, coming out. And, you know, they mentioned the ideas of our colouring book and they love it, you know. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's been quite can... interesting, yeah i can i can really attest to the um um sen children so the children with special educational needs so my sister works in a nursery and she she got the book it's just a really good tool like stories to to help convey a message to other children about you know kids are special and they may need additional framework around them whenever you're playing or if you're sitting down and reading and stuff like that and just that level of understanding and conveying that through a story is really good because children's um children's problems are as real as ours at that age right so you 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 just definitely need a way of conveying messages and reaffirming things uh, that that they would understand and I think that's that's really important, and it's it's amazing that this that the that the book um, really does address that as well. So it's just in in, in one swoop just helps helps a lot. So yeah. Um, yeah, the feedback I got from my sister was was amazing. So I really oh, I really like nice. the the concept of um, of difference as a superpower. Um, mm. You know yes. that, and uh, <laughs> and I just. That kind of reminds me of things like, do you remember the movie Finding Nemo and how yes. um, one of the, was it Nemo who had the special fin, the smaller fin on yes. one side oh, of his yeah. body? Um, just that, that idea that we, we're not all the same and we don't want to be. Exactly. And that, that's actually what makes the world a good place, right? Yeah. 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 We want diversity. We want there to be difference. The world would be boring, right? If we're all the same. <laughs> I think personally. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Can we just can we just touch on um, what it's like to be a little boy or a little girl who doesn't see somebody like who looks like them on the cover of books and on movies and things? Because as as a white guy from from New Zealand, I watched American TV and 
I could kind of relate to Clint Eastwood. I knew I would never be him <laughs> and I would never sound like him and I'd never be as cool as him, but he kind of looked like me. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that the idea of not seeing myself in any heroes on face value just feels mm. so wrong to me. And do you still see quite a bit of that? Definitely, most definitely. Um, I think we have made a little progress over um, decades, but it's it's there was still room for improvement. Oh, where, definitely, there's always going to be room. Yeah, because I still feel like, um, for example, Callum, he he still doesn't see enough of black characters, main black characters who look like him, who he would love to relate to. Um, it's cool seeing uh, some of the great characters that there are, mm -hmm. but he only can like um, appreciate them to a point. Um, I know when he was around five as well, um, we could walk through supermarkets, um, bookstores, and we loved going to bookstores, we loved going to libraries, and there was just absolutely nothing, nothing on the shelves um, with characters, main characters, especially all superhero characters who looked like Callum, the little black boy, you know? Mm. Um, but now I find that the reason why I say there's been a bit of progress is because there have been more um, platforms for independent um, creatives to produce uh, books, um, films, um, whatever other programs on YouTube's and stuff like you know other yeah. platforms. And, and, and now we're getting print the, on demand. Indies are coming out. Sorry. Uh, and now we're getting um, such a a, a major um, love for characters like Black Panther, mm. um, Falcon. We're, see, we're now seeing that there's a big push to, like uh, up-and-coming movies coming out where they're going to try and push more black, heroic characters because they, they, they know there's a market. It's like, there's always been a market where I never saw it before. Mm. Um, growing up, I was into comics and we only ever had... Black Panther, um, Power Man, and probably about two others, Black Lightning and, and, and maybe another yeah. one. Um, and it was like a sea of white characters, but just you could count on one hand the black characters. Mm. Um, and when they, when they translated them into cartoons, they very really used those handful of black characters. It would be the main stable of white characters. Mm -hmm. And I always thought to myself growing up that I'm going to write my own comics and I'm going to it's gonna be full of black characters, going to be characters that represent life. Mm -hmm. Because what I'm seeing in those pages at that time doesn't really represent the life that I live and the people I see around me. Mm. Um, so I want to see more Asian, um, more black, just, just, just generally just, just more diversity in the characters. Um, so I suppose that kind of reflected a bit in the book when I was, when I was designing the characters for, for this, this book now, um, you'll see that there's Asian characters, there's white characters, um, it's not just black characters. It's not just white characters. It, it, it does show some diversity, and that was, that was intentional. Mm. Um, but obviously, by default, the main central character is black, and I love the fact that there are going to be so many little kids out there, little black kids, that will see that and, say, and see representation of themselves here, a mirror image of themselves, and feel... Excited, excited, excited by that. Excited, excited by that. They feel like they exist, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, that, they, and that makes me feel proud in itself. Yeah, I mean, we've already had a parent that gave us feedback um, when she received her book, gave it to her son, son's a black boy, and he said, "Mum, the boy looks like me." 
And I would say, you know, I'll never wow. get tired of hearing that. Never no. get tired of hearing Those that. Those words touch me deeply. Yeah, it's nice because yeah. we, we would have loved, you know, Cam to have had published books in his time as well, mm-hmm. um, where he could have said that. But it's nice that we can do that now. We can make those small changes within our book. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Definitely. awesome. Um, and, you know, I've I've become more aware over years um, how few women there are in books and in movies. And uh, and we'll, we'll often put movies on now and, and Hannah, my partner, will say, I don't really want to watch this shoot 'em up because I haven't seen a female character yet. And, oh, look, there's one there, but she was just taking someone's <laughs> drink order. And, and it just never even occurred to me, right? Because I'm, I'm like, yeah, let's watch a shoot 'em up. This will be exciting. It's fine. This is the way yeah. the world is. But it's not the way the world is. It's just the way no. the world was portrayed by a group of people who are drastically losing power, as, as you say, as the indie media grows, right? I just, I can't, it can't happen soon enough because everybody needs to see themselves on TV, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, let's, not, let's not fall for the stereotypes. Let's not fall, you know, just have these um, boxes that we put um, genders in or race in. It's just like, you know, let's show what life is really about, what our reality is made up of. Yeah. Um, A real reflection of life. That's mm, what we need. Yeah. 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 I like the um I like the concept of um Callum overcoming things by by hard work um in, in hard the story. Work, yes. Yeah. And imagination. And imagination, um, yeah. Yes. And I think as humans we can relate to that as in people normally say to if you get stuck with something, if you're facing a challenge, you can have a try and have a vision of getting out of that that challenge, when you use your vision, or um, you know try to visualize being unstuck. Um, you're using your imagination. You know that's what you are doing. I think personally, because um, you're trying to see something that's not really happening right now. <laughs> you know, um, and but you're you're looking. It's your goal to get there. And with this book just sort of simplifying it and seeing things through a child's perspective, which is, it seems quite rare um, to have a book about a left-handed child um, and and having, instead of it being a a guide for parents, it's a book through a child's perspective or or eyes, um, which I think has some value really there. Oh, definitely, 100%. It seems to have paid dividends um, in that way for children. I've never seen anything targeting um, or or talking about left-handed children as the the main character in that way, um, and I can I can't remember the names, but a, a few books and movies over the years, particularly books, have had characters that were left-handed, and when I finally saw that, I was like, yes. And you know, it's something I was thinking about over the last few days, and and thinking about this this call, was. Um, what what things have really been difficult for me, and you know, and Hannah Hannah just says, you know, look, you know, you're a middle class white guy um, who grew up in the eighties. Come on, let's let's not pretend that you've had any discrimination against you. And I'm like, I totally understand that, right? But there, but there, it, it is actually a little bit harder to do certain things when you're left-handed. And and I did get laughed at when I went to football and I wanted to kick with my left foot. And I learned to cook, kick with my right. And scissors, right? You've probably seen that yeah. with Callum. Yeah. They hurt yes. when you use them in your left hand. And I know. He told me, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, tying shoelaces is another thing. Um, That's right. I still tie shoelaces in a strange way. And people still laugh at it. And I, I actually <laughs> I thought, and mum, I love you, um, but she, she, I thought that she had taught me a different way to tie shoelaces because she was different. But now I realise yeah. that she had to teach me a left-handed way, which was completely different to her. And you know that's so difficult, for, like as a mum, trying to teach Caleb how to tie shoelaces. I Because I had to learn his way. And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> and then together we had to sort of combine ideas and just come up with some like, a whole new way. But it probably looked a bit strange to people but you know he still ties his shoelaces like that actually, actually he, he um tried to convince me to get velcro shoes at one point but i'm like but i had velcro shoes yeah <laughs> until what age <laughs> till about 16 <laughs> and i it's love easier, those right? shoes it's yeah easier, so much easier, easier. Right? <laughs> yep 
so much easier. And 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 I think that the thing that I really like coming back to the themes in the book is the I like the fact that through a tournament and through being able to to do well at something, like you said, Jonathan, through hard work, that he he kind of wins acceptance for his superpower. And yes. and, and it just seems like that's one of the big things for kids, isn't it? To to be accepted and acceptable and to be okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's a true story, by the way. <laughs> um, Callum, Callum did um, find his strength in um, many sports and one of them being uh, the table tennis. And he did play with his, his family and practice with us. Yep. Um, so many quite, times. He's quite a hustler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, ta- he's taken me down a few times. Oh, yeah, I can say. I remember. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he it uplifted him when he realised, hang, hang on a minute, I, I'm i playing against right-handed children here. And I, I can see my um, advantage. <laughs> but, he, he, you know, he did... Having the idea of... Um, you know, my hat, my left hand is very strong compared to others. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, it made him have that self belief and um, yeah, that extra drive really. Yeah, that, like, turn I can, I can... what what is perceived as a, a negative mm-hmm. foot foot for many into yeah. a positive for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it, yeah, it, it showed that he he could do it. He won his tournament. He won many games before his tournament, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's. A good testament yeah that's amazing that's amazing i also like that he um he got help in terms of it, it, it what was perceived as a negative mm-hmm. he overcame it with hard work but also with teamwork with i think teamwork. is is yeah i think that that is a, a really good um that's a really good thing um for you know for if i'm a child reading to understand that most problems are not necessarily just you don't have to go through this personal um this personal trial you you can actually call on friends and family who can actually help you as well help you solve problems and uh, and overcome things so i think that's that's quite an amazing message mm-hmm. thank you what would you say to parents listening who who have children who are left-handed or even ambidextrous right and don't yeah. naturally just always want to use their right hand or right foot. What would I say? I would say just encourage your child to embrace their, their selves, their natural selves, you know, be themselves. Um, I would say tell them, you know, that they're amazing. Um, inspire them, whether it's little chit-chats about, you know, how great they are, what their strengths are using tools around them like like stories for instance and um, it would movies or whatever something that they can um connect with connect yeah relate to connect with and enjoy because you know, when you're young you, you don't really want to have a, a boring sort of lecture <laughs> you know <laughs> um you what you need is something that you could definitely relate to and find you know fun and engaging you know inspired something that's inspiring yeah, yeah. and yeah. and i would say um probably pay attention to the environment that your child's in so when they're at school you know you go to parents evening ask the teacher you know what what are you doing for his needs or her needs maybe um you know because you'd be surprised um sometimes the child is overlooked uh, the needs are overlooked so if it's a left-handed child you know, do they have that pen that will make them feel comfortable and have the confidence to write? Do they have that scissors? Do you know what what's given to them to make their life that much easier? And, and in general, you know, challenges that your child's going through, I would say um, to parents, yeah, find out what what's their needs and, and who else can help. Maybe it's not just you that can help; it's an educator, you know, or maybe Uncle Earl. Uncle Earl, yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe yeah. Uncle Earl lets you win at table tennis to begin with and then finds he can't beat you anymore. <laughs> oh, For real. 100%. 100%. It's like I kept telling myself, okay, now I'm going to start winning. Now I'm going to start, but it never happened. <laughs> it's like, once I tried. <laughs> and I'm sure you don't have this with your kids, Jonathan, right? You know, because you're just, yeah, you just uh, dominate on all sports, right? But uh, Oh, he's actually getting really good at Forza, um, Gabriel. So I'm actually worried right now. He's a three-year-old <laughs> and he knows how to drift. Uh-oh. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get worried. <laughs> he's a cutie. And, and these, the other, these kids, so, they do have a, a natural ability when it comes to um, things like video games. So I think yeah. you should be worried. Yeah, I, I heard it's um, <laughs> with, <laughs> with children. They they um, it's like us where where we've got a lot of got a lot of extra stuff on our software. For them, they're coming in pretty new. So um, you know, it, it's it's really good to 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 sort of um, get them introduced to things early, which is why. I believe Callum as like a superhero for children is amazing because when I was young, um, like yourself, I didn't see many superheroes or, or, you know, like you said, Black Panther, maybe Static Shock and other people. Um, my main character that I liked the best was Superman, you know, and he's not, he's, he's, a you know, he's, he's a white why um alien actually (laughs) but the thing about his superpower was his his costume was looking normal he wanted to be normal his costume was just Mm -hmm. fitting in Mm -hmm. and i could relate with that with growing up in france and and stuff like that you would have your own culture your own identity so kryptonian his old culture his own language Mm -hmm. you know behind him and then when you'd go out, it's not like you have a facade. You'd still grow up in this world around you. However, mm-hmm. you know that there is there is that other side to you. There, there's more rather than, you know, just conforming and putting on his his glasses and going to work every day. You know, he's got he's got a huge he's got the weight of a planet behind him, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. um, that's why I related to Superman to, to a degree. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I didn't get access to Black Panther in, uh, in France, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think having very, you know, having accessible superheroes and, 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 and characters that, that a young black child or any child really who, who's, uh, um, who, who's special can, can actually identify with is, is, is amazing. Yeah, that's why um, I'm, I'm actually looking into making a video game mm. um, wow. aimed at young children. Um, awesome. With a, a central character that is that is black. Um, a, um, a friend of mine, he actually has a platform that he's building for mobile video games, and he approached me if I was interested in joining him. And because um, I've had this this idea of doing a video game. Um, that's non-violent that's more educational and fun with a black central character Um, so um, that's something that I should be working on in the new year you heard it here first folks yep you heard it here first so that's amazing that's amazing so How do how do people get in touch with you, and how do we get our hands on the left-handed champ? There's several ways. Thanks for asking. Um, the main way would be by our, our Instagram, which is Cameron Treasures at Cameron Treasures. We have a website as well. You can use our contact form. You can just see our many little treasures there on. Um, www.callumandtreasures.com or you can go the other route which is callumandtreasures.co.uk Yeah, we're on Facebook as well so that's at Callum and Treasures Those are the three main ways, yeah and channels Fantastic. that we have yeah. And yeah, I was able to get a copy off Amazon so you have you have it there as well, right? 
oh my goodness, yeah, we we have um, the other platforms like Amazon, Google Play um, for the ebook version and um, with the Kindle version as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, Kindle. Um, it's just. There's, there's, yeah, there's, there's Waterstones as well that's got us. And if you're in America or Canada, you can get hold of us in um, Barnes and Nobles. Oh. Yeah. So wow. pretty broad. Um, that's pretty amazing. So the left-handed yeah. champ, um, available on Amazon in phys- physical copy. You can get it. Yeah. Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Waterstones as well. That's yep. right. Yeah, Waterstones, as well as the ebook and um, well, the online version as well. Yeah, for tablets. And it is Fantastic. very reasonable. So thank you for making it financially oh, accessible definitely. to people as well. <laughs> that just it just means it's going to reach more parents and help more kids, right? So yeah, and yeah. and recently because of the pandemic and the impact it's had on people getting access to books um, in libraries, for example, um, there's been some new agreements with libraries where they're looking at um, subscriptions to ebooks now more than ever uh, so people can get access to their books. Yeah, that's what I do yeah, with, uh, with, with my library down in, uh, in Hove. I, I use, they use an app called BorrowBox and uh and i'm able to to borrow ebooks on that and read them on my kobo which is like the the japanese kindle um yeah it, it works really well that's very handy that's good yeah so i hope more libraries will be involved with that that method that's good cool and and awesome. what's next Great. have you got another project up your sleeve uh, as well are you are you thinking beyond the coloring in book um, oh, definitely. So uh, there are there's definitely one other um, a, a book, additional book with the Callum character, possibly a third book, but we're still thinking about. We're toying with the idea. Yes, yes. <laughs> and um, personally, I will be looking at doing um, books for older children, like the teens, adventure stories for teens, and and then also an adult book in the in the pipeline good for uh, you adult fiction book yeah i've got quite a few in the archive you know <laughs> <laughs> and i've got um, a few ideas for um picture books yeah. um, books without words um so I'm, I'm currently drafting a few ideas to to be put to use in the coming year but yeah there, there, there are definitely a few a few things that we've got for people. Yeah, we're working together a bit more. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's great that you work together because that is really not common for brother and sister to a get along and b work together. That's a miracle, really. <laughs> well, we're special. <laughs> it's the superpower. <laughs> yeah, that's our that, exactly that's our superpower right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if there was one thing in the world that you could change, what would it be? This. That's a very good question. One, only one thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um, I would say, I would say have uh, the the. Being adults, make a change um, by ensuring that we identify all children's needs and um, we cover the inclusion and diversity. Um, you know, and hmm. so that's that's mainly yeah. I would say just check this, just do more of that, so we get to um, you know. Include everyone. No one feels left out. Um, I think I would want there to be more funding when it comes to um, outside of school projects. Um, I would, I would, 
I would like there to be more places where kids can go to to read and have yeah. stories read, read, read to them. Mm. Um, yeah, because through my work, kids come to where I work. I work for Samsung, as like I said before, and the way that kids engage with each other, they come from total, total different schools. Um, as soon as they're in that space, they're like the best friends. Like they, they're like they've known each other for years. Um, and I just, I just want, want more spaces available to encourage that, to nurture that. Um, it, just enc- encourage kids to be nice and um, grow up with, with, with um, I don't know, Mutual like respect or yeah, respect for each other and kindness. Yeah, kindness. Because yeah. I feel some, somewhat is 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 missing with um a lot of the the teenagers of today the older generation the older generation yeah and we need to instill i think um just piggybanking off what you said that just um instill having that mutual respect for each other and kindness um because if we can instill it in our children this is our future this is our future oh definitely and i think that will make a change in the way the world is going at the moment um, awesome yeah. awesome yeah. and and what what would you say to left-handers or little black boys or girls or anybody who feels different who's listening to this i would say yes you you are different but in a very positive way, you are different. You can make a difference as well. Just think, what what's your strength? Focus on that, you know, and you're likely to achieve so anything, much. Anything. So much. Um, we all have challenges. No one's alone, whether you're young or old. And that's what makes life life interesting as well just think of that you know um there's yeah it's just motivate yeah if you if you find it difficult to be self-motivated there are look for different sources that could help you with motivation um it, it could be through family it could be through literature could be through so many so many different ways to um, help you with motivation and um, to overcome or conquer challenges but as a left-handed child and I could see I've seen it because my son's left-handed as you know um, you can go from feeling a little bit you know sad about being different to being um, to feeling amazing um, just through sheer determination and self-belief. Ooh. Um, I don't know. It's like, um, from f- like, like if you'd asked me 30 years ago, um, would I be sitting here um, having published a book? Um, would I... Would I be living what I'd consider my best life, actually doing what I love doing um, and people appreciating it, I would I would not believe that. I would have said, no, I, no, don't think that's going to happen. But <laughs> the, um, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Because, I mean, just um, going back to me as a child, I was the most shy shy girl so shy even though I loved writing I loved reading I would read to myself mostly in class my teacher told would tell me to read aloud I couldn't do it I couldn't do it well I would literally be shaking (laughs) to have other people hear my voice aloud 
and like doing things like podcasts, like sitting here doing this podcast with you guys and um, many of the things I've done doing the promotion of this book, going to various um, you know, play groups, um, going to schools, um, signing up with various charities where we can reach other children, um, where you know, do one-to-one readings or group readings, reading to just groups and or parents as well. I never thought I would have been. Someone tell me I will be doing that today. I would never believe that, <laughs> right? <laughs> never. That's and inspiring, isn't that it, shine. Jonathan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from that, yeah. I, 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 we hope so. We hope that it will inspire other children, um, you know, young children who are like Callum or um, from different walks of life to see that you can achieve things, you know, just with self-belief, you can. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for making the time to, to share the story with us and and thank you for for writing it and making it look so beautiful and putting it out there. Oh, oh thank you. No, thank you for having us. Yeah. Um, giving us uh, this, this chance to um, let people like, know what our motivations were behind the book. Um, about us, we stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, about us. Yeah, no, we uh, we definitely appreciate you um, allowing us to be part of your journey with this uh, with, with oh, the release of this oh, book and, and, and the story bless. of it. So, thank you very much, guys. Um, we'll drop all of the um, information uh, in our show notes uh, as well as on our website. Uh, so you'll be able to to uh, to access it all there. Uh, to our wonderful uh, listeners, first time and repeat listeners, um, I want to thank you for tuning into the Problem Busters. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram uh, at uh, Problem Busters or Problem Busters podcast you can search on all platforms you can find us there um don't forget to subscribe of course ah yes like subscribe and share and we'll catch you next time thank you very much